Good afternoon, and welcome to today's Lancaster Connects podcast episode, episode number 61, I believe. Uh, we're live in the Gardner's Mattress and More showroom, which is on Plaza Boulevard, right behind the Park City Mall. And we highlight everything that's great about Lancaster County, uh, highlight the big, or I'm sorry, <laughs> small business success and local charity success, uh, small charities uh, in Lancaster. Uh, we focus on and highlight the Davids, not the, the Goliaths. Um, you know, uh, and we have a great nonprofit on today, Pet Pantry of Lancaster. Really excited to uh, talk to Lindsay and Melody from Pet Pantry and learn more about what Pet Pantry does. Fantastic organization helping all of the little and big pets in the community. Uh, so excited to talk to them. Uh, we'll bring them on in a handful of minutes here. Um, love to hear from you during the show. Commenting, in fact, wins you a prize. Uh, we uh, All the commenters get put into the prize later at the end of the show, and we do a prize drawing for one winner uh, to win a nice swag gift from Gardner's Mattress and More, our Less Snore More Cuddle mugs and Hydro Flasks. Super, super awesome gifts to keep your uh, beverages cold or hot. Um, you know, this thing, you put some ice in it, it actually stays cold for days, which is just crazy. Blows my life. But uh, super awesome gifts. Uh, if you're not interested in one of those and you're our winner, um, we'll give you a restaurant gift card, $25 gift card to a local Lancaster restaurant, hand-picked restaurants. Jeff and I went out and uh, got a bunch of gift cards. So uh, to a lot of awesome restaurants. So that can be your prize as well. All you got to do is comment during the show. Uh, this show is broadcast on Facebook. So that's probably the easiest platform to comment on. Um, both the Gardener's Mattress and More page, Lancaster Connects page, my page, Ben McClure, Jeff's page, Jeff Janakoville, uh, personal Facebook pages uh, we're broadcasting live on. Um, we're also on podcast channels that you can listen to us in the car. Uh, this episode, uh, episodes typically broadcast or uh, get released on there about a week later. Uh, so, you, you know, if you're, uh, want to listen to the Lancaster Connects podcast, you can do that. Uh, if you'd like to catch past episodes, just go to lancasterconnects.com. There's an episodes button at the top of the page. You can see all the past 60 episodes of Lancaster Connects, see all the great small businesses and small local charities that we've highlighted on the show. This show is all about bringing eyeballs and awareness to the great people and the great things that are happening in Lancaster County that you may not be aware of. Um, we've highlighted some great local uh, nonprofits and charitable organizations over the last few weeks. I uh, had Greystone Manor uh, Riding Therapeutic Center on last week, Schreiber Pediatric a couple weekends ago or a couple weeks ago. Um, great, great organizations. Um, and we've got a great one today uh, with the Pet Pantry. Um, you know, so like I said, uh, comment during the show. Love to hear what you think of the show. You can say hello. Um, if you've got a comment for our guest or a question for our guest, uh, we love that too. Uh, the show again is about Lancaster and about, about you. Um, uh, we're, we're, uh, trying to make an impact in the community and you're our community, our listeners, our watchers. And, uh, we'd love to hear from you during the show and ask questions of our guests. Um, Jeff is actually back but he's not with me. Uh, he's recovering from an injury. He'll be back. Um, we're off next Labor Day, next week, uh, Labor Day. Uh, this store will be packed with people. Labor Day is one of the probably two or three biggest days of the year for Gardner's Mattress and more, uh, where we're broadcasting from. So no show next week. Jeff will be back the following Monday. Uh, and we've got a great guest on uh, next Monday. So 
the the hilarious banter, the Jeff Ben banter, will be back in two weeks. Just just be patient. Just be patient. Um, so great show today. We've got the pet pantry on of Lancaster County. And without further ado, let's bring on uh, Melody Sanders and Lindsay High from the Pet Pantry. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you both? Great today. It's beautiful outside, a little hot, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you get an opportunity to get outside often with, with the pets, but, or are you more right, have to stay indoors? Right now, it's better to keep inside with your pets with this type of, yeah. So short walks is preferable, but it's still nice to get out and get some fresh air. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I was uh, talking with my wife, I think yesterday we went for a walk mornings and evenings this time of year, September, early October. They're fantastic. Like, 70 degrees, cool, no, no, no hot sun. But there, you get to the middle of the afternoon at the end of August and you're, you're 95 degrees and full sun. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Being outdoors in the morning and the, and the late afternoon is, is preferable. So, well, thanks for being on the show. Um, you're here representing Pet Pantry of Lancaster County. We'll talk about uh, all that Pet Pantry does. Um, uh, first, just a, a, a question, like an icebreaker question, if you will. Um, Melody, are you a Lancaster County native? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I originally. How long have you lived in Lancaster? Uh, well, now it is, I guess, 38 years. I came okay. To go to school at Millersville, fell in love with yeah. Cali, and decided never to go back. <laughs> <laughs> now, where was where was back? <laughs> where is like, it home? Philadelphia area. Okay. Okay. And, Very cool. Yeah, cool. and it was different. I, I remember the first newscast I heard up here, three heifers were in a barn fire. I'd heard of what a heifer was before. Um, right. <laughs> I, I did sell them off. That's, you know, your your story is not dissimilar from mine. I I, uh, I grew up uh, not Northeast Philadelphia, but a little more like 45 minutes away, Northeast of Philadelphia, a little community called Boyertown. Neat place. Um, but I went to Millersville. Um, 20 some years ago. <laughs> and uh, yeah, same thing. Fell in love with the county and have been here ever since. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Not, not that where maybe I or you came from wasn't beautiful as well, but Lancaster County just has this special charm to it, right? You're absolutely right. Yep. And uh, Lindsay, uh, are you a Lancaster County native? So I'm just the opposite as Mel. I was born and raised here and moved to Philly for school. And okay. Funny. Was that I was going to stay in Philly after college, and uh, ended up losing home and staying. So that, beautiful Lancaster. That's awesome. Bring me back. And what Lancaster County community did you grow up in? I grew up in New Holland. So. Okay. Oh, it's, it's beautiful out there. It's um, <laughs> it's <laughs> well, uh, we uh, yeah, if you can make it out Route 23 yeah. without getting. Exactly. frustrated driving yeah. lines, right? But yeah, once you get there, it's 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 beautiful. So, uh, well, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks both for sharing. Uh, you're here to talk about the pet pantry of Lancaster County. So let's, let's do that. Um, so let's just start from the beginning. When, when and how did pet pantry of Lancaster County get started? Uh, well, we're celebrating our 10th year anniversary and basically it got started with a pet food bank for animals uh back then the uh the economy was kind of tough and folks were making decisions whether or not to keep their animals or surrender them over to the shelter um decision was made between three individuals uh, me being one of them um to start the pet food bank uh it started with 18 families and then quickly grew 
uh, then kept growing um, to where we were having over 185 families uh, feeding each month. Uh, wow. From there, we just snowballed into our other areas. Wow. So uh, how did you get started? Was this out of your home or did you have a place to to store your food? How, how did that work <laughs> in the early days? <laughs> uh, in the early days, it started in my living room. Uh, yeah. And uh, our first food drive, we got 150 pounds of food. And we thought this was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. A pile in the living room. And then before you knew it, the living room became full. Uh, the garage became full. Uh, and um, my husband soon asked to be able to get his garage back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it literally took over a whole home. Uh, yeah. Food yeah. packaging there. We did everything right there. Um, and then we actually got warehouse space and move-in storage where we had like one of the garage spaces, covering mm-hmm. everything and then hauling it back to my house to package it and hauling it back. Um, and it it just, it grew. Uh, we then got warehouse space uh, that we were very lucky to get uh, and and we filled that up. And as we were doing that, I mean, more and more donations were coming in. We were helping more people. Uh, and we were handing out not just in Lancaster County, but down in Paradise area, down in the Coatesville area, because there's such a great need for this. Um, and yeah. the list yeah. today. Wow. That's, that's a great story. And you have a building now uh, that suits your needs. Where, where is that building? Right now, we are at uh, 26 Millersville Road, uh, yep. right off of Columbia Avenue. Uh, it, and, and we even struggle here uh, with the size that we sure. have uh, because we have donations that we have ready to go in the garage at any one time when somebody needs it. Uh, we also yep. have a, I call it the food bank room, the food room in the back. Um, and sometimes we are pinched for, uh, for space. But- for space, yeah. We, we feel that too. <laughs> You know, right, if most people need us, we'll, we'll keep taking it in and trying to give it out. That's awesome. Well, uh, I don't know if uh, Chris has flashed the comment on the screen. Mel, you have a fan uh, who's commented on the show, Linda Charles. Um, she represents, of course, uh, Help the Fight. We've had her on. Uh, she's a gardener's customer. Um, fantastic uh, woman and, and organization that she started there. But uh, she uh, loves Mel and uh, <laughs> says the pet pantry is awesome. So, I'm sure you know you know Linda, right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I just wanted to to make sure uh, we we flash that on there. So, uh, Lindsay, uh, what what is the mission of Pet Pantry? So, uh, you, we, you Mel talked a little bit about food, but you do more than than just the the food aspect uh, for pets. Tell us more about the entire mission of Pet Pantry. Yes. So our organization focuses holistically on keeping the human and animal bond alive. And that looks like empowering animals in our community to thrive by listening and responding to their unspoken needs. This title of this episode is a voice for the voiceless because we really do feel like it's our charge to advocate for animals in need to provide families with resources and services and allow them to keep their pets happy and healthy at home. The pet food program was the start of all of this and from that, we launched a lower-cost vet services program to, again, help folks take responsibility for their animal, get education and counseling services, keep their animal up to date on vaccines, make sure that we're doing proper spay and neuter services. Even though puppies and kittens are adorable, we don't need many more of them in Lancaster County. Sure. 
Sure. Um, with that, we also realized that there was a need for the rescue arm of the organization. Yeah. When you do have the puppies and the kittens and um, animals that have been displaced for different reasons, they need to have a safe refuge and we want to provide that to them and help them find their forever. So it, it started out as um, a, a solution to solve food insecurity. And then it, it it's grown into an all-encompassing organization to help pet owners and ultimately the pets, um, not only with food, but other aspects. That's amazing. That, that's awesome. Um, talk a little bit about... Um, and either one of you can answer um, food insecurity with pets. What um, you know? What does that mean? Why does it exist? You know, wh- where did where was the problem that needed to be solved? Talk a little bit about that. Well, if you have uh, pet owners, and I would probably be one of them, if I had to choose between feeding myself and feeding my animals, I'm going to choose to feed my animals. And every walk of life. Uh, And and when we started, you had people that had lost their jobs, losing their homes. You have older people that are on fixed income. Um, But these these, these four little-legged furry they have in their home is their family. And they're going to make sure that their family is taken care of the best way they possibly can. Um, and, And we see it all the time. We have people that will give up everything for these animals. Um, sure. When we step in and try to help, there's sometimes where you no, know, are they still have to make the decision to to surrender them over, um, sure. and into another home. Uh, it's heartbreaking to see this happen. Um, and if if we can alleviate that and educate people and help them with their animals, uh, that's what we want to do. Uh, we found out once we got the food program started. How it evolved was if you can't afford to feed your animal, you can't afford to get your animal medical attention either. So what we ended up doing is we have rules in play for our food program. Um, and as long as you comply with the rules, and they're, they're basic, simple rules, um, sure. yep. we will help you with your animal medically also. If it's something that we can do here, we are more than willing to help, you know, help out with that. That's wonderful. Uh, does that mean... I mean, you're not you're not a veterinarian service, but you have uh, associations or or people on staff that can that can provide those sorts of services. What makes us uniquely different than a lot of other organizations is we actually have a veterinarian on staff. Oh, okay. uh, and the people that are on our food program, uh, for example, if you know their dog comes up with a cough or whatever. Uh, on our food program, you can call in and say, Buffy's having a bad day, he's been coughing. You know, can I bring can I bring her in? And we make an appointment for you. You do see our veterinarian. You are responsible for like the medications and stuff like that, but you're not going to get that uh fifty dollar charge that you're going to get at a vet's office. Uh, because a lot of times that's what that's what hinders people from going. It's that initial yeah. charge. They can't afford that. Um and and what people don't realize is we're not taking any type of uh, business away from the veterinarians in our area because if they can't afford it, they're not going to go period. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that's interesting. So, you know, you, you, you talked about the food angle, but there are so many other expenses that go along with owning a pet and, and uh, you're helping those pet owners with those other items. That's amazing. So, um, Lindsay, how does the the pet pantry 
pet food assistance program work? You know, if somebody is listening or watching or knows somebody in need, um, needs to help their pets. How do they, how do they get started? And, and what does the, the assistance program encompass? Yes. So our pet food assistance program, we think of ourselves as the stewards of the food need in our community. So we have members in our community that when they buy a bag of pet food for their animal, they buy a bag of pet food for the pet pantry animals. And so we are really the conduit between community members with needs and community members with needs. And so we do distributions here on our campus. Uh, as Mel alluded, we have a garage uh, that is our distribution center. We've got a very uh, good and heavily organized right? Um, sure. <laughs> and we ask folks to provide proof of need. And that could be something like an access card. It could be an SSI card or something to say to us, right. you know, I'm in a position where I'm going to need assistance to feed my animals. Because food insecurity is one of the reasons why a pet would be surrendered to a rescue or a shelter. We will not alleviate that challenge and that barrier for folks. So we have distributions here on campus at our Millersville location. And then we also go out in the community to meet folks where they're at and do distribution oh. there. We know that transportation can be a huge challenge and barrier to accessing quality And we don't want that to be a problem for the folks that we know want to be good owners. They love their animals. They're not trying to make these, you know, be in these unfortunate situations. They're trying to make good decisions. And so we do distributions out in the community where, again, proof of need. Here's what we have. Tons of food readily available and we can hand that out to folks. We do require some other ownership um, from our pet pantry clients. So, for example, a bag of dog food may not be accessible as far as the price. But dogs are required to be licensed in Lancaster County. And a dog license is around 8 bucks. So, can they pay the $8 dog license? Absolutely. So those are options and things that we do ask our clients to, you know, show ownership and, and step up for their pet. Uh, that that makes complete sense. So you, you said a couple things there. So um, you accept donations, and is that uh, a, where most of the food comes in the food assistance program is through donations from from yeah. donors? So yeah, as you can see, we have a supply donation page on our website. And that is a list of supplies that we're constantly looking for. Um, it's a paper count, but also food. We also have a Chewy wish list and an Amazon Smile wish list. And folks can oh. directly to the organization and ship it right to us. We do then pass that food forward and make sure that it gets into the mouths and the bellies of the animals that need it. That's great. How many... Donors, do you have on a monthly basis or pounds of food get donated? Do you have numbers there? Pounds of food. Oh, that is really on the average, we probably get a couple thousand pounds in a month. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. But we're also handing out probably 5,000 pounds a month. Okay. So it's wow. a constant turn, turnover and stuff coming and going out of here. Yeah. And how many pets is that? Food assistance program affecting well over uh, on a, over three hundred. Yes, wow, that's amazing. Good for you. That that's awesome work there. Um, so, uh, how how big 
of an issue is food insecurity with pets in Lancaster. So you're, you're, you're impacting the 300 pets, but there's, there's more, I'm sure. How, how big of a food insecurity problem is there? I think for us, it depends a lot on the um, socioeconomic means of our community members. We do serve mm-hmm. upwards of 300 families, which is fantastic, and they're animals, but there is absolutely a greater need, and that is something that we're constantly working towards through the program to be able that if there are residents in our community that need this assistance, they know that we're here to help them. They know that they can get in touch with us or calling here at the rescue. And we'll be able to work with them and get them on the program. We want to make that's great. Believe that everyone who needs services receives them. That, that's that's awesome. Um, so a, another piece of this um, is the fix aspect. I, I see on your shirt there, feed, fix, um, rescue. Uh, so we've talked about the feed aspect, which is how the program got started. What's what's the fix aspect? Spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Simply put. (laughs) I admitter your pets is probably one of the healthiest things that you can do for your animal. Uh, It not only, you know, health-wise, but it also keeps them from roaming. Uh, It also keeps the the animal population down, especially with cats. Uh, People, you know, if if you're a cat person, people uh, don't realize how many cats are in Lancaster County. And unfortunately, there's more cats than there are homes. Um, so oh, yeah. the more you get your animal uh, up to date on its vaccines and keep it spayed and neutered, the happier we are here at the pet pantry. <laughs> Lancaster County is because, to be honest with you, when it comes to cats, there's no such thing as a free kitten. Uh, they all cost money. People want to take them into their homes, but then you need to get them spayed and neutered. Um, and oftentimes when they become a problem in certain areas, people put them outside and then they start reproducing all over again. So uh, spay and neuter is a big part of our uh, our program here. Um, and we, we stand behind it 100% for anybody that wants to walk in the door and how we can help them get their animal taken care of. Um, a lot of people uh, can't afford the veterinarian prices because they're middle class. They have, you know, they, they go from paycheck to paycheck. An example that I always give to people when they come here and they give them a tour is, you know, uh, one of the reasons why we do the, the, the lower cost spay and neuter is if your car breaks down and you have an appointment to get your dog spayed and you have to make a decision between going back and forth to work or getting your dog, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to choose going back and forth to work because that's what's going to pay your bills. Yep. yep. We can make that affordable for you to get both things done. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So yeah, your your the the fix aspect is both education on on why it needs to happen, and and of course you're impacting the population, hopefully lessening it, yes. so that the food insecurity problem is lessened as well. It, it it makes makes complete sense. So if somebody uh, is in need of a spay or neuter service, um, do they sign up on your website? Do they just show up? How does how does that work? Well, currently you can you can sign up cats on our website. Uh, we did cats all summer because we're going through renovations here, so we uh, make quite a difference in getting a lot of cats done. Own cats done here in Lancaster County. Um, for dogs right now, you have to call in to make an appointment. I'll be, okay. Be picking up dog spay and neuters probably to the middle to the end of September, uh, because of everything we have going on here right now. So you could do it both ways. You can give us a call. You got questions? You want to get them answered? 
or you can go on our website. What I will forewarn everybody is when you call us, we have four phone lines coming in. So you probably will go to voicemail, uh, but if yep. you have a message, we'll get back to you. That's great. Uh, is is phone a preferred way to contact or or is website easier? Is there a, a better uh, the way? The form on our website is probably easier because we usually have yeah. a around that's much quicker. Um, yep. We have to train people is. on the phone. So uh, we can put somebody on the website and pull up, you know, some of the questions and they can ask, you know, who they need to ask around here and then go back with the proper answers. So that's great. And all of those services are done in your facility on Millersville Road. Yes. Correct. Yep. Okay. That's great. So uh, we've got the food insecurity. We've got the overpopulation. Uh, you know, you're, you're helping with both of those. Uh, you have a rescue aspect uh, to the business. What, uh, Lindsay, talk to us about that. Yes. So the rescue aspect is probably my favorite. It is uh, adoptions. It's placing animals and amusing families. It's um, on my side of things. The one of the easiest warm fuzzies that we can get in the work that we do is you're watching an animal that came in and we do prioritize stretching sick and injured animals. And so we'll get animals that are not in great shape and they're really in need of a lot of TLC. And we are able Mm -hmm. That too, and then find them wonderful homes and watch them, you know, thrive for the rest of their lives. It's incredibly rewarding. We were founded as a cat rescue, and earlier this year we ventured into dogs. Uh, Dogs are something that are both very near and dear to Mel and I's hearts, and so we do a foster program. And fostering is for us a much better way to. Treat the family that we're working with with dignity, allow them to come into a space where they're, you know, not being stigmatized and not being judged, where they're able to say, okay, I'm in a position where I need to surrender my animal. It's typically food insecurity reasons, um, or it could be housing insecurity reasons. And we're able to bring a dog into a facility and be more on a couch to couch program. So you can't explain to a dog, like, hey, this morning you woke up on your couch and this afternoon you're on someone else's couch. But the transitional trauma that a dog will face compared to going into a standardized kennel environment is significantly mm-hmm. less. A dog is able to be with people, to not experience social isolation, to maintain some sort of routine while we help them find their proper family. And thankfully, our fosters are incredible and they will typically highlight and showcase their foster dogs all over their own social networks. And through that, we forever family will typically come back. So when somebody needs to surrender their pet, they contact you? Does the pet come back to you? So we have a surrender form on our website. Folks can fill that out, give us some information about, you know, the reason for surrender, um, the situation that's happening, and then or dogs or cats. And then if we have space in the rescue for a cat, because we do have our cat adoption center here okay. on campus, we are able to take the cat in here for a dog. The dogs, because we don't have kennel currently on site, they go to the foster program. Okay. So you are you get the surrender form and hopefully you've got a list of people who are ready to, to foster. You've And they've got opportunity to take in a, in a, in a surrendered pet you're finding them a home right away. Yes. And the form is really important. It does help us match the right type of foster with the right type of dog. We right. actually 
want to make sure that the foster experience is a good one, both for the dog and of course for the foster family. So that form really helps us understand who this dog is, what type of environment or home they would do well in. And on our end and what home we can place them and what foster family would be best. Linda said, you're awesome too, Lindsay. (laughs) 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 So that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, the how many cats do you have there at your facility? No, or on it or any given time at average. Today we have thirty eight. Thirty eight cats. Okay, is that typical or is that like um, you have way well, too we're, many? We're, we're slowing down a little bit now. The kitten season is winding down. Okay. Um, that is no, we probably say our normal. Um, we have a lot of kittens out to foster right now. Um, okay. They're ready to come in. We get them spayed and neutered and they go for adoption as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, obviously the best number for you to have there would be zero, right? That's, you know, you've controlled the population. There's less food insecurity, all of that, right? Uh, that would be our dream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of you mentioned renovations to the building. Um, what are you doing to the building to uh, help your need uh, for the future? Okay. Well, we uh, rented our building for eight years. Our landlord gave us an awesome deal to purchase. Oh, that's awesome. It's Millersville Road. Um, And the reason we chose to purchase this building is we will always have a place, a soft place for all the animals that we adopt Mm -hmm. out and if they need to come back to us. Um, Once we uh, got the building uh, under our name, we then sat down... uh, we practice when we have animals come through here. So we decided to do the flow over for when the animal comes into our building to make it a, an easier visit, not only on them, but also on their owners because they both are very stressed when they come in our fruit work. Sure. So we are, we reworked the whole back area, uh, which is going to be simply amazing. Um, and we're getting the floors late there today. And then to, oh, cool. we're going to start working on the front area uh, to make when you walk in our front door uh, a little bit more pleasant and brighten yep. up for everybody. Uh, the uh, business community has been absolutely amazing in helping us with uh, donations to make all of this occur. Uh, so we're really excited. That's fantastic. Well, Good for you and congrats on the uh, building purchase and the renovations. I know it's it can be a challenge to go through that <laughs> growing pains, if you will. Uh, I'm sure there's challenges related to contractors and designs and, and all that kind of stuff. We actually just renovated our showroom, much smaller scale than what you're doing there. But um, yeah, it, it, it can disrupt your life for a little bit. So, but that that's great that you're expanding, um, you know, invest investing in the community and in the pets of Lancaster and and doing that that fantastic work there um, obviously you can't you can't do what you do without a great staff so uh, Lindsay is great uh, what who else is there uh, like what kind of staff that you do you have and and uh, do you use volunteers I'm I'm sure you you likely do well we have a full-time veterinarian we have two full-time vet techs. We have two full-time rescue managers, uh, one front desk person who probably has the hardest job of anybody here answering the phone. Sure. Uh, and uh, okay, we have administrative people also. Uh, are we always looking for volunteers? Absolutely. 
I um, always tell people that uh, if you want to volunteer, go online, sign up. Uh, sign up for one thing, but then also dabble in everything else that goes on here because sometimes what you signed up for uh, is not what you really are, have a calling for. Some people sign up and okay. cleans and find out they love working with the people with the food program. Um, okay. So we, we absolutely love uh, our volunteers. Yeah, you've got a you've got a huge staff there. So if somebody wanted to be a volunteer, they can sign up to do that on your website. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That's great. I mean, the, we, we talk about it all the time when we talk with um, local nonprofits and charitable organizations. They, they, they obviously financial donations, food donations in this case, um, but not everybody can donate money or in this case food because that costs money. Um, but almost everybody's got time. Uh, to be able to to donate and help out, so that that's great that you can uh, you can utilize. Uh, how many volunteers do you do? Would you say you normally have help out on a monthly basis? Sixty eight. Sixty eight. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's truly a community that that um, you know is needed. No question to to get the work done that you do. That's fantastic. So, uh, how obviously, if somebody wanted to donate food, they can do that. Um, I'm sure there's, you know, we, we showed some of the buttons on online that they could do that. Um, and I'm sure you would take financial donations. Absolutely. They help. <laughs> uh, they help. Um, how else do you, do you raise money? Um, do you have events that you, that you do? Yes. So, uh, yes, we will always seek monetary support. There is a orange donate button on our website. Uh, <laughs> nice and bright. Nice and bright. And, uh, the <laughs> proceeds that we do raise through our events, do go into direct animal care. We have several events throughout the year. We're ramping up into event season right now. And so okay. we have our How the Meows Bingo. It's the sixth annual bingo event at the Lancaster Farm and Home Center. And we take our bingo very seriously. This is <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful Sunday that we spend with our community members and our bingo ladies. And we offer... Prizes. We offer uh, food. It's happening on Sunday, September 25th. Information okay. career event page on our website. And then we do things like Puppy Mill Awareness Day and Community Outreach Awareness um, so that we are able to be able to connect with community members and have conversations. One of the leading reasons how we acquire volunteers is talking to folks when we're out in the community and they want to learn more about the organization and they want to get involved, which is wonderful. Um, and then after that, we obviously are very uh, committed to the Extraordinary Gifts. Oh, sure. Yep. And wonderful. It's a, a great event for us. It's something that we each year we are able to highlight a, a major need for the organization that could look like an x-ray machine or a dental machine to help us explain our vet services and our capacity for care. And so we'll have the extra gifts and then we do Light the Way. Light the Way is on Saturday, December 3rd. And with Mel talking about the renovations, we'll be having a ribbon cutting and a building lighting ceremony. Cool. We decorate this place like a, a Dickens Christmas. Holiday That's lights awesome. in Garland. There'll be food trucks, a Christmas market, a beer garden, wine tasting, and all of the information. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm aware of the building from going to Millersville many, many years ago, and it's a nice big... Uh, how old is the building? It, it's an older building, right? Oh. 
<laughs> it's probably 75 years old at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool looking building. So I can I can picture the Dickens-esque yes. vibe. Yeah, that's 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 so cool. Uh we had a question come in. Uh Jessica asked, um, do they take old blankets, sheets, and towels? Absolutely. Okay. We do. And is there any we use them not only for uh, our spay and neuters, but we also use them for the feral cats that come through. Mm-hmm. And okay. the question is, uh, where, where do they drop them off? Or they can drop them off right here. Uh, we're open uh, Tuesday through Sunday, if uh, noon to seven. And if that doesn't work, we have our donation drop off right on the side porch. Okay. Um, you know, so a few other uh, things related to that. I think when we were on the website, Chris was showing the website earlier, um, podcast producer Chris, who's in the background, um, I think there was a list of items on the donation page that that uh, you're always looking for. And yeah, blanket sheets and towels make make a ton of sense uh, be, beyond the food. Um, do you have, and being able to drop off on the on the side porch, that, that's great. If somebody wasn't able to make it to Millersville or to, to Millersville Road, uh, right, right near Columbia Avenue there, if that wasn't, a convenient place to to be able to drop if you had food or items that you wanted to donate. Are there other drop-off locations that somebody could help out? So we currently don't have any other drop-off locations open. We do do satellite adoptions at some of the local pet, 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 I always, I mean, well, we have, okay, we do have two locations, Keystone Pets in Mount Joy, Keystone up in the Linnets way, they both have our donation barrels in, in their stores. Oh. So if folks want to drink there, they can. And then also uh, VCA Smoketown Veterinarian uh, yeah. donations for us. Well, that's great. Uh, that, that's that's great information because, you know, I live up towards the Linnets area and for me to drive to Millersville could be half an hour or not, you're not in Millersville, but Millersville Road. You know, depending on Route 30 and whatnot, that could that could take a little bit. But you know, uh, being able to drop off in Lidditz or Mount Joy or Smoketown that covers uh, a big area of the county. So that that's great to know. Um, so Jessica, yes, if you've got blankets, sheets, and towels to donate, um, you know, any of those uh, places that Mel mentioned or uh, Millersville Road, they'd they'd love to have that that stuff. I'm sure. Is there anything else about the pet pantry that you, uh, Mel or or Lindsay, would like to to share that we haven't talked about? I feel like we touched on everything. There's just so yeah. much going on. But our website yeah. and social media is the yeah. best place to capture what's happening with us. Uh, yeah. We have a lot going on in the community, which is amazing. We have obviously incredible support um, through our donors and their supporters, which we all of as far as possible. And yeah, keep an eye on our social media. We're, we're on there all day, every day. <laughs> So that's uh, facebook.com slash the pet pantry. Is that, is that what it is? Uh, Andrew of Lancaster County. And then okay, yeah. Andrew of um, yeah. Lancaster on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Great ways to keep in, keep in touch with. Best place to adopt a pet by our reader of, uh, yes. You uh, got it? Yeah. That's, so that's very exciting to us um, to, you know, get that recognition. It's something that is, our community supporting us yet again. And so, you know, a huge thank you to the LMP team for putting that out there and, and we're happy to be the number one place. That, that's a fantastic recognition. We, we've, um, 
yep, ourselves have been boated. I was going to talk about it in a little bit. Um, uh, favorite mattress store in Lancaster County for the 13th yeah. year. And, um, yeah. Um, so it, it, it's, it's a testament to the hard work that you put in, uh, to what you do and you're making an impact in the community. And of course, the, the people you support and ultimately the, the pets that you, um, support. So, um, kudos to, to the two of you, uh, Mel, what you did 10 years ago to get this, um, uh, effort started, nothing short of miraculous, uh, super cool. Um, and, and now you've bought the building and expanding. So really, really cool. And, you know, your future efforts will, will be benefited by, you know, this, this investment in the building and the renovation. So kudos to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, that wraps up the pet pantry portion. We're going to get into our connection cocktail. If you have a few more minutes, we'll get to know Mel and Lindsay a little bit more and the things you like to do in Lancaster County. Um, I don't know if that was a motorcycle in the background. <laughs> it was okay. I'm like, is that on my end? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a double edged sword. It's kind of great because folks get stuck at the light here uh, at Camaray yeah. uh, yes. Sound Road and they get to see our beautiful waterfall and landscaping that we have out front. Yep. Uh, but then they're also noisy. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it can be a noisy road. Yep. Yep. Well, that, that's very cool. And as we're getting in here, Linda said, um, thank you for what you do. Our animals are family. Um, that's, that's definitely accurate. So, um, you have a fan, the two of you. So, um, connection cocktail, we get to know, uh, each of you a little bit better. So, Mel, uh, what is your favorite thing to do in Lancaster? It can be only one. <laughs> I can walk dogs. There you go. Is there, is there a specific place that you like to walk? Um, you know, neighborhood or, or a path or a hiking trail, something like that. Started out the Charlestown Park. And once okay. we got that under our belts, we branched off to the middle school. We try to hit a couple yeah. different parks to keep things jazzed up a little bit for everybody. Yep. Um, but I think that's my time just to, to you know, reflect and enjoy yep. my pets. And, and who do you have at home that, that you walk? Sequel and Swagger. <laughs> they are border okay. collies. They are absolutely the uh, loves of my life as far as dogs go. I couldn't ask for better uh, four-legged friends uh, as family members. They are part of my daily life. They give me that calm when I need it. Um, and it, it's 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 a, something you can't explain to people when, when you love yep. animals that much. When you walk in the door, they don't care how bad my day was. They just want to love on me and make it better. That's right. And and how old are they? They're twelve. Oh, okay. So they're they're the same age. That's awesome. Yeah, and have they been they've been together with you for a long time then? Since they the sternal cord injury when I got him. Wow. Okay. And wow. I took him because they were going to euthanize him, and oh, gosh. because of that, I ended up taking his sister, so he had somebody to model him. Uh, okay. <laughs> worried about having two border collies at the same time, but I'll be honest with you, it was one of the best things I ever did. That's awesome. Very cool. So, awesome. Cool. Uh, Lindsay, what do you like to do in Lancaster? So, mine also includes my dog. So, I have Oscar Pitty. His name is Salvatore. And my husband and I love taking him with us everywhere we possibly can. He okay. Loves- people, all dogs. He thinks if you're outside when he's outside, it's obviously to give him all of your attention. 
And we like taking him to Spring House Brewing Company to their dog patio. <laughs> That's cool. A great uh, supporter of the organization. We did a charity oh, neat. Um, over the summer called Nine Lives. And they have wonderful supporters for us. And we like to sit out on the dog patio and socialize with dog people. Um, and take him pretty much anywhere we can get away with it. That's cool. And and how old is he? Salvador? Salvador. How old is he? He is three. He's a three, okay. three-year-old brindle pity monkey mix. He's ridiculous. That's- that's cool. That's cool. Uh, are there any are there any pets that are allowed to roam around the pet pantry? We, do you have do you have a do you have a pet pantry pet? Oh, 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 we don't have a pet pantry pet. There are definitely days when the pets come to the pet pantry. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> we we used to. We had a several cats. Um, we had Maverick, uh, who was here for years, and okay. him from a hoarder's house. And uh, okay. Into a hoarder's house, and he walked right up, bumped his head against me, and latched on to basically following me all around the house. And I sort of fell in love with him. I can't have dogs at home, so he sort of became part of the pet pantry here. Uh, yep. Lost him, I would say, probably nine months ago. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, he's an older gentleman, um, and we just have not found anybody that can play, match up with him. Set the bar high. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's cool. Um, So this will be the last question I ask, um, and this can be self-serving to the pet pantry. Um, (laughs) Is there is there an annual event each of you like to attend in Lancaster County? Mel, you can go first, or Lindsay, you can go first. Whatever. (laughs) Tough one. Yeah. Um, So I yeah, this is going to be super self-serving. So <laughs> I mentioned Light the Way earlier. So historically, Light the Way has been an online giving campaign where okay. you can purchase uh, Christmas light bulbs. So mentioned that we decorate the organization like a Dickens Christmas. Yep. And each light is representative of a pet that is passed or a loved one that is passed. Oh, okay. Building in and write it up. It's lighting their way. And so Light the Way has been something that's been you know very near and dear to our hearts. COVID happened, we weren't able to gather. And so this year we're taking it very seriously um, mm. and are doing the building lighting, the ribbon cutting, and the holiday market. Okay. So this is the first year you've been able to do it for a few years or for yes. two at least. We're going all out. We have a children's thing, And so I'm oh, cool. Yeah, there's some third, some pet photos with Santa, uh, dog photos, no cats outside. That would be good. Stuff. Okay. Uh, the dog photos and kid photos. Uh, so that is, even though I haven't attended that yet, it will be my favorite event. And uh, December 3rd, is that what it was? Yeah. I think Sorry. you said that earlier. It's here at the rescue uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. 5 to 8. Okay, that's awesome. And Mel, do you have a favorite event that you like to attend in Lancaster? Well, we're getting back into it again this year, and that's Howls and Meows. And the reason I say that it started off just by us trying to trying to throw a window, and that first one, even though it was a, a disaster in Mayfield, we still <laughs> had a lot of people support us, and we made a decent amount of money. That's um, awesome. But, it, but it's the excitement that they have housing the owls, uh, the people winning the bingo, the raffle. We have like fifty raffle yep. tickets that are made. And we have to. Oh wow! Well. And uh, I think the last time we held it in person, we made twenty three thousand dollars. That's fantastic. Kudos. That's it's great. It's a lot of money. 
it's a lot of work, but it is so gratifying at the end of the day to see a room full of people supporting us. Yep. It actually uh, chokes you up uh, to, to Absolutely. how much the community supports us. Absolutely. And and those donations and, uh, you know, how many pets can you affect, you know, or impact uh, from those donations. So that's great. That's great. So howls and meows and like the, what was it? Like the, like the way. Okay. So December 3rd. And when is, when is the bingo? That's in September? September 25th. September 25th. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh, I'd, I'd love for our listeners to learn more about the pet pantry um, on their website. Donate if you can. Uh, look for items around the house that uh, could be of use to the pet pantry. And then, of course, uh, support either by volunteering or attending some of these events. The Light, light the Way sounds like a cool, really cool thing. Um, everybody loves driving around and, and uh, looking at decorated houses. So that would be a great night to do it. So thank you both, uh, Lindsay and Mel, uh, for being on Lancaster Connects podcast. And, uh, you know, have a great rest of the afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So we are going to uh, wrap up the show here in just a moment. Um, thank you to uh, Lindsay and Mel uh, from the Pet Pantry for being on. Um, really fantastic organization. Um, you know, and they they said some some really impactful things related to how pets are impacted. Um, and, you know, when people can't afford to care for their pets. Um, you know, there's a lot of expenses that come along with owning a pet. And, um, you know, it's a shame when somebody gets into a situation where they can't provide for their pets, but it's great to know that um, Mel and Lindsay and the Pet Pantry are out there um, as an organization uh, making an impact to those uh, who can't afford those types of medical services and, of course, uh, to feed their pets. And, um, you know, they're they're helping over 300 pets a month. That's unbelievable and amazing. Um, so uh, again, thank you, uh, Mel and Lindsay, for being on. Uh, they brought up the, I uh, just wanted to highlight the Reader's Choice Awards. Uh, the voting happened this uh, earlier this summer. Uh, Lancaster Newspapers, LNP, uh, every year um, for many, many years, has reached out to their readers to get who they think are their favorites. So in our case, favorite mattress store. Um, you know, there's favorite restaurant, favorite, uh, you know, all kinds of things, jewelry store, whatnot. There's, there's hundreds of, of categories in here. And, um, it's very cool that Pet Pantry was, uh, nominated the favorite in their category. Um, Gardner's Mattress and More for the 13th year, uh, was voted Lancaster's favorite mattress store. So, um, you know, the cool thing was, uh, 13 years ago in 2010, uh, we really weren't aware that this sort of thing was going on. Um, and uh, in a way, we, we we didn't know really anything about it, and um, we won. And it was like, you know, we didn't try to win or, or anything like that. And uh, it was really cool to think that, you know, here's a ton of customers that are voting for us, gardeners, uh, as their favorite mattress store. Um, so every year since then, we won. And um, obviously, Jeff and I are humbled and blessed to have amazing customers that then turn around and uh, bless us with their vote um, uh, for favorite mattress store. And, um, you know, it's it's a testament to the hard work uh, Jeff and I and our team uh, 
uh, of, of associates here. We've got Drew and Andy. Uh, you may have seen them in the background. Um, our delivery and service team, Nick and Kelvin. Um, Phil, uh, who's also on our uh, sales team, isn't here. Um, but they put in a fantastic effort on our behalf, Gardner's Mattress and More, and uh, Jeff and myself, to um, impact our uh, customers, help them sleep better. Um, and it's it's really uh, honoring uh, to be voted uh, favorite in our category. So uh, thanks to our team here. I'm looking around, I'm seeing some of them. Uh, thanks to them. Uh, and uh, thanks to our customers uh, for voting us favorite mattress store in Lancaster. We have a... Um, Little article here. This was in the, the Sunday paper. So they did a little little write up on uh, Jeff and myself there and what we do at Gardner's Mattress and more. Um, the picture is full of years old there. Um, and then uh, a little bit more about who we are and, and how we can help. Um, a big, uh, one of the biggest reasons why we are who we are and um, why we get voted favorite mattress stores to us, a mattress is not just a white rectangle. That looks like one of these things back here uh, that you lay down on. Obviously, it is that, but it is um, a life-changing uh, piece of furniture. Um, happy wake-ups are, are something that's uh, sometimes not easy to come by with from some of our customers. And we work really, really hard uh, to educate about what great night's sleep is and uh, sleep issues. We learn about your sleep issues and try to match a mattress and a sleep solution to your sleep issues. And that, that's going to vary from person to person. But how we get started with that, to us, again, a mattress is not a $5.99 on sale, half price sort of thing. That's not how better sleep happens. It happens through education. And this is our, our mattress buying guide. It's a free guide. It's helpful, hefty information. Um, this book here is full of helpful sleep tips, uh, even beyond just the mattress. Uh, obviously, replacing a mattress if it's old and uncomfortable and worn out is a great way to get a better night's sleep. But there's a lot of other things that you can do um, in your bedroom, uh, to your room environment, to your sleep routine and habits, your eating, uh, exercise, all of that uh, impacts your sleep. So this book is chock full of helpful sleep tips and information, and it is free. Uh, it costs us money. Costs us a lot of money to to produce and, and print these books, but we are more than happy to give it away for free. We'll mail it to your house, gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. It's right there on your screen. Of course, if you go to gardenersmattressandmore.com, you'll see it. Um, and uh, it's it's a great way to get started in the mattress buying process. Um, uh, and again, again, it's free information. So uh, education first is something we've, yeah. we've always believed in and will continue to believe in as the right way to uh, get started in the mattress buying process. So again, kudos to the team here. Uh, kudos to our, our customer uh, customer base. And and again, thank you for voting us uh, Lancaster's favorite mattress store. And congrats to Pet Pantry and all the winners uh, in, this, in this great booklet. If you'd like to know who the best of the best are, just find uh, Lancaster Newspaper's Reader's Choice Award. I'm sure you can go on their website and search for Reader's Choice and you'd see uh, who won in each category. So that's just about it. We're going to spin the prize later. Got a handful of comments there. Um, we're going to pick a winner and winners or a winner will win um, Hydro Flask or Tumblr with the Lesson or More Cuddle uh, logo on it. Go ahead, Chris, spin it. Um, we got a couple of names in there that were, uh, you know, I think spam comments that happens every once in a while. I don't know. I don't know who that is, <laughs> but uh, 
uh, every once in a while, we get some some spam comments that come in, and um, you know we're we're trying to block that up. Oh, I think that's another one. We'll try one more time. We, we've got two other commenters, Jessica and Linda. Um, let's see. All right. Well, <laughs> well, the prize later is always always entertaining. All right. Well, how about? <laughs> Prizolator has a mind of its own. But, uh, you know, thank you to... <laughs> thank you to... Uh, well, while the, while the Prizolator is doing his thing, thank you to Jessica for commenting. You've commented numerous times. Uh, thank you to Linda. Uh, Linda runs a great uh, organization called Help the Fight. We highlighted Help the Fight uh, earlier on in the year. There, all right, Linda. Congrats. Thank you for watching. Thanks for being a fan and a customer. Um, come in anytime. You can pick up your your gifts. Um, and thank you. Yes, uh, I, I, we appreciate that. Um, uh, you're, you're, you've been a great customer of ours and, and great supporter of ours. So thank you so much. Uh, come in anytime. Pick up your, one of your gifts or a $25 restaurant gift card. Um, next week, there's no show. Uh, it's Labor Day. So I hope you enjoy uh, maybe some family time long weekend, um, that sort of thing. Uh, great time to relax, uh, kind of just before the, the school year and the full uh, routine gets gets uh, running. Um, and we'll have another show on the, I believe, the 12th of September at 2 o'clock with another great guest. So thanks. Have a great afternoon.